before we begin, just want to introduce myself. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember too much, but uh, I interviewed you guys back uh, with the 405 uh, when I was writing for them. Uh, yeah, so my name is Drill Osmond. Uh, back then I wrote for the 405. Um, now I have a platform called Studio One. Uh, late last year I decided to build it so I could interview artists that I really like and to really build a platform for Toronto artists to shine. And you know, throughout the process so far, you know, we've interviewed international artists, you know, artists across Canada, but again, you know, more importantly, Toronto artists. So it's amazing to get you guys on. It's amazing, you know, to reunite because you guys have done so much since, you know, that first interview. So congratulations on all of those things. Yes, Thank you guys so I will talk about. Um, before we begin, uh, can you just briefly introduce yourselves and then we'll get started? Yep. Uh, I'm Rob. I'm Kara. I'm Alex. I'm Nikki. Cool. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so I know the story of how you guys all came together with the whole studio session, things like that. But at what part did you guys realize that this was really gelling? You know, where, was there a song that you guys made together? You know, was it on the first EP where you guys started realizing, you know, this works? You know, do you have a moment like that? And I know it's a group interview with band, but feel free for anyone just to jump in with the answers. I think when we first started like hanging out, uh, probably in first year, we very much it was very it was a very immediate connection I think that we all had and sort of a no brainer to start a band. It just mm -hmm. felt like a very it was a very organic, very natural sort of uh, come together, you know. And I think the first time we got in the stu in a studio, aka a basement, to to produce, like we set up, we did all these like funky recording things where we like set up a mic like twenty feet away and played an acoustic really loud, and it was just like a lot of fun. And I think I remember having that moment where it was like, oh my god, like we could be a band and like do this all the time, and it could always be this fun, you know? Yeah, sure. Agreed. Yeah, there was a lot of experimenting at the beginning, for sure. We, uh, we had like a little project before the uh, the official like first EP kind of came out and there were some songs on there that we wrote together like just a couple of them that were kind of they stood out from the ones that we each brought from like our own side kind of projects and mm -hmm. those songs I feel like really started um, the feeling we're like oh this could okay this could be this could be cool you know and with car test you know that first ep um amazingly you know that came out in 2015 you know with this new ep 2020 you know this five-year gap i know with this new ep you guys talked about it being reflective and finally having a moment to take a pause you know talk to me about that and finally reflecting on what you've done in this span yeah i mean i think it all comes down to growth and like we we talk about it a lot because like i feel like sometimes you know artists can be embarrassed of their past or kind of what you know just kind of their initial baby steps and i look at it in two ways nowadays as an artist you can either develop fully behind closed doors and not you know not come out and announce your thing until it's perfect and you know everything is crossed and it's perfect but for us we grew up on the tipping point of that age so spotify wasn't like that bumping yet like you know streaming was like whatever so like we kind of just developed in the public you know public in terms of being in a suburb but like 
we kind of just wore our hearts on our sleeve and just put out music because we felt good about it. And I think now we look at that as like, a, it's cool to see where we came from. And, you know, what we're making now, I think, is so much more cohesive and valley than, you know, maybe our first piece of work was. But I think we realized it's important to kind of see the journey and see where we came from. So in terms of your question, yeah, I think it's just growth. And just like, I think we're just, we've developed a lot. I think we've become stronger writers. I think our lyrics are better. I think our melodies are better. I think our visual branding is better. I think just overall, you know, five years is a long time to grow as a person. And you also grow a lot from like 18 years old to 25 years old or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Those are big life changes. So just I think naturally. we hit milestones in the last year and a half mm-hmm. that, you know, we never, we always dreamed of hitting, but uh, you always kind of have that question in your head, like, oh, like, I wonder if we'll ever get there. Blah, blah, blah. I think we've hit milestones that uh, we're proud of, and now our threshold is higher, and we have other milestones that we want to hit in the next few years, and kind of just keep keep growing grassroots. And touch on those milestones. I know you guys, Juno nominated, you know, congratulations to that. Um, touch upon those milestones, you know, and um, talk to me about releasing the album that you released as well, you know, the idea of having the finally releasing an album as well, you know, I know you guys released EPs up until then with this new EP, but yeah, talking about milestones, you know, having an album, you know, doing tours, you know, opening up for major acts, Juno's, touch to me about, you know, those milestones. I mean, they're all super important. I mean, stuff that you dream of as a kid, right? Like, um, the world seems so big until you realize it's not so like, it's actually small and like, you know, as a kid, like, do you watch the Junos on TV? Like, that seems like out of the question. So you just like, don't even consider that a thing. Or like, even leaving your hometown to play a show is like, that's fucking crazy. Like, you can't even imagine. So like, but everything kind of, everything builds so slowly. And you really like every milestone kind of just like, you feel grateful for and it happens. And like, you kind of just keep like Mike said, raising that threshold. But like, nothing feels like as a surprise because we've obviously like worked to get there but it's still yeah it's still uh every time it's a pinch me moment and like all the things you mentioned whether it's like our first real north american tour was with len and stella and like if you told us that you know in grade 10 when we were watching lennon and Maisie on youtube and (laughs) geeking over their fucking voices you'd like you'd be like bullshit like don't tell me lies but uh and then it happens and you're like oh my god this is possible I think every milestone just sets you up for the next one better. It's not like you just kind of have to set up your expectations and yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Uh, I don't think there's no, uh, there's no preparation for that kind of stuff. I don't think anyone can prepare you for those kind of moments um, because a lot of it comes down to timing and luck and just being, you know, working, working hard. So it's, yeah, it's crazy. A lot to learn every time something like that happens. For sure. And I know I read uh, about this EP that you guys really wanted to spend a lot of time with the songwriting, um, putting that first in the, in the foremost. Talk to me about that, you know, as artists, you know, how important is songwriting, you know, and how important is that in structuring a song? Because, you know, on the flip side as well, you know, with the topics that you guys touch upon, it's so personal, you know, how does it feel when you, you know, write songs about mental health and all these important topics, you know, and it's, from, from your perspective, you know, a lot of artists can write from other things, but as songwriters, it's from your perspective. Touch upon how important that is. It's essential, literally. Um, I think 
again, this is going back to our past. Like, I think a part of us sometimes, um, you know, we're all producers and, and engineers, and, and we 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 play very specific roles in, in creating our music. But um, I think just this new wave of Valley is like, I think we want people to obsess more about a line than a snare sound or like a synth sound. I think in the past maybe we were a little too like this chord, this synth part is what's gonna win people over, this section or this beat. But it's like, at the end of the day, the thing that really gets us is a, is a lyric and a melody. And like, I think this is a whole new chapter for us to realize that like all that secondary stuff does not matter if you're not talking about your truth, if you're not being honest, if you're not talking about something that means something. Um, people people will see through it give give people context give people something to to latch on to um and i think tour changed that a lot because we'd go to tour we'd go on tour and someone would tattoo lyrics on their skin it's yeah. like they're not tattooing the snare sound they're tattooing <laughs> they're tattooing yeah like they're tattooing words that we wrote so it kind of it makes you realize like oh shit like the things i say in the studio that i just like blab out of my mouth they or matter whoever like is meaningful shit so i think that's just the new perspective right now is is um just kind of lyric and melody and songwriting is is at the forefront and then using the song writing to then produce the song in a way that highlights the writing so if we want to do some really cool sounding thing it goes in an instrumental bit or it goes between the vocals or it accents the vocal and accents the word like in homebody when we say psycho Mm -hmm. like the word psycho it gets really wide and phasey and like makes you feel crazy for a second you know like doing that type of production to accent the songwriting and Kara even like Kara actually you can talk about recording the drums like in homebody Kara recorded the drums on her iPhone which like just like subconsciously those drums feel very dry and like in a room and the whole song is about not leaving your room so it's just like there's a lot of those kind of psychological things that you can then play into the production with the lyric but the lyric needs to be amazing i think first to and with this um new ep can you guys um individually what does it represent for you individually um anybody can start like what does this ep represent i know you I'll talk about being reflective, you know, individually, what does it represent in your individual growth? Um, I think for me, it's just the journey. Like, I I personally get very, um, very caught up in, like, comparison for me. Like, uh, I'm the guy to, like, wake up and text the band and be like, fuck, like, why can't this happen? Or why can't we get this? Or, like, what the hell? Like, like it feels like no one is listening to us right now or like gets what we're trying to do and for me the cp is a very good lesson and like it's everyone has their own journey and whether you are 25 or 35 when you make it or 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 you or you hit a point in your career where you feel like you've said everything you need to say and feel accepted by the world like it doesn't really matter um just make stuff that's true to you and um all in due time so that's mine um, yeah, I think, I mean, it represents so many things in so many different departments for me. And it's hard to say, like, one thing, but I think if I'm being very broad, it represents, 
sort of a very specific snapshot of like our life um the four of us collectively very equally um all the stories told on the ep are, are all of our stories and our friends stories and um yeah i think it's it's kind of like getting a tattoo you know where like you you get it on a certain day with maybe like a friend or something and you remember that day and why you got it and where you got it for the rest of your life you know what i mean so yeah. it's, it's sort of like a tattoo like not to be cliche but like um that's kind of how i see like a body of work or like a yeah an album or something EP like that so it's nice i think it's fun like when when you're 50 and you'll and you'll look back being like whoa like that was crazy that like we oh, went yeah, through I remember that. when we yeah we were in quarantine yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> i remember getting off of that tour and feeling like i was living out of a suitcase and didn't really have a home base and feeling all these things and it'll be interesting to look back in like 20 years 10 years five years even yeah but yeah i don't know um, yeah i mean I, I feel like kind of almost to piggyback on what you said but with every release that we have it almost represents like a different era and i feel like this is a new era that's very different than anything that we've kind of experienced before and i think it'll be around for a while i feel like we've hit something very special and we're kind of still like channeling that right now um like even like this week writing new songs that kind of feel like an extension of this era and yeah i don't know i don't i don't think it's going anywhere for a second I, and i really like that so for me, I think it's like, it's largely represents like kind of like a relatability thing for me. We were talking the other day about how like, if you go through a breakup or something, when when you're in like a very emotional time of your life and, and you listen to music, like you hear it in an entirely different way than when you're, uh, you know, in a different mood or you're happy or, or things are smooth or whatever. Like when you're going through a rocky moment, every lyric like hits you on like a whole other level yeah and i think you know when some of us went through that type of thing uh, at least i realized i was like damn like if a lyric can like literally change someone's life like our music need like we need to do that because uh so we were like all right let's just write songs about honestly what is happening to us and there are going to be other people in the world who are going through exactly what we're going through and we'll be able to mold that song to their situation and we could help somebody get through something you know what i mean and again like tour was a big part of of that type of thing so i think it's just like relating to people after like realizing how much music and relating to other people can like help you get through things for sure and um an important thing to touch upon as well, you know, with uh, all of us living through, you know, COVID, you know, as a band, how have you guys been able to, you know, coexist as a band coming together, especially, you know, releasing an EP during this time, you know, of course, again, just as a, in a human level, you know, how have you guys been, you know, dealing with it? It was a little tricky at first, like, we were all trying to, I think at, at the beginning, well, we had like a, a chat when it first happened, we were kind of like, I don't think our first priority like is career right now for a second it was just being human beings and just uh members of this planet <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like 
members of society, members of our communities, like, um, and sort of stop thinking of ourselves as like, oh, Kara from Valley or whatever, like career aside for a second, you know, um, and just focus on like the world and what we needed to do to be productive in like a really difficult time and safe and uh, what we need to do to hold ourselves accountable in, in, in these times and like, um, we focused on that for a hot second and then we felt like we really were like getting pretty uh, anxious, not, you know, just like feeling like we didn't really have a purpose, sort of. At least I felt like a little lost because we weren't able to do band stuff and like that's what I love doing most every day. I look forward to that. I look forward to waking up and doing band yeah. stuff it's everything and so we went and uh we started living in a house together and we started recording the songs and stuff and it became a little bit easier because we were together every day we were in each other's bubbles and now when we're together just to be careful just to be safe we just wear masks and you know we just want to be diligent and, and make sure especially living in toronto where like there's a lot of people and there's it's all very dense it's important to, to take the extra precautionaries and yeah, I think we just, we deal with it as best as we can and really try to uh, remember that we have to be human beings, like in tandem, you know, yeah. we can't just be, we have to be very world centric at this point in time mm -hmm. in life, you know? Yeah, for sure. Or else nobody's going to be touring. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well. Yeah. No, even to tie it back to the career thing, the like death of music. if everybody just wears a mask, we can tour again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I felt the same way earlier in the year. Um, I didn't really feel like doing interviews at a, at a certain period of time, but then people close to me kind of were telling me, you know, it's important to have these conversations. You know, it's important to continue to do what you do. Um, but I felt, you know, the same way. Um, it's funny, you know, usually when I get to end of interviews, you know, I, I'd ask, you know, upcoming tours, you know, you just released an EP, you know, how's it going to be? But because of COVID, you know, no concerts, you know, interviews over Zoom, it's a you know, weird world we're currently living in. Um, but with you guys, you know, uh, interviewing you guys so early on and until now, can you all individually, you know, talk about something you guys have learned throughout, you know, the course of your career, you know, um, you know, advice that you've either gotten or just something you've learned. Uh, I know um, this has been you know, an amazing journey for you guys. You've accomplished so much and you guys finally have the time to reflect. So can you just touch upon what you've all individually you know, realized, I guess, as artists? Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, lately, because we've been writing a lot, I think Mike said this in the studio and he touched on it earlier, but um, I do believe we're the kind of band that like, um, you know, focuses a lot on the narrative and, 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 and every line in the song. And I think something that I've been keeping in mind a lot more is like, to me, like we, we make art for art's sake, like we make it cause we have to. And, but also like to, to, to piggy on that, like we also, you know, we have the potential to also change lives with our music and, and, and influence people with our words. And I think I'm just learning to, to keep that in mind 
also when writing songs because yeah like one line has the power to actually get someone through a day like that's the fact that we have that ability is insane to me um and i just want to make sure i'm using it properly because there's a lot of things you know we could write songs about but i want to make sure that you know and it's it's, it's being filtered through our experience of course but um, just keeping that in mind, because I think it's a privilege, honestly, to to be able to release music and influence people in a positive way. Um, so yeah, that's something that I'm I'm keeping myself aware of and accountable for a lot. Sure. I think the biggest thing that I've learned just from like being in a band and seeing uh, relative success is like. For me, and this is just my personal sort of mantra, is like build your career and yourself and better yourself um, and work on your craft in private. Like you don't have to be loud about that kind of stuff on social media. You you can be proud, but you don't have to be loud about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I think people who are constantly saying it uh, they ain't it, you know? <laughs> it's just kind of that thing where it's like, if yeah. you're posting on your Instagram, I'm so happy all the time, like, you are happy, like, looking in the mirror or whatever, then it's like, if you have to say it, like, ma- like maybe you aren't it. And, like, that's okay. Like, maybe you can't be everything. You can't do everything. You can't have everything. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying if you're if you're looking to, if you desire something, uh, do it in private, you know, do it for yourself because the more people you tell, the more it comes. Oh yeah. Like I meditate, you know, it's like, I like one of the like people I really look up to is John Kabat-Zinn. who's like a mindfulness guru, you could say or whatever, but I just, I find a lot of lessons from him are just so relevant to what we do. And it's like, I mean, to any career really, but it's sort of like, he always says like, don't tell people that you meditate. Like keep that to yourself. Like that's yeah. for you. For you, keep, keep it, it to yourself. For you. you know, like obviously, like you can mention it and tell people. You don't have to be loud about it. And I think that really furthers a, that furthers your your individual skills more than you'll more than it would if you were so public about your growth. Because you you're relying on feedback as well for your own personal growth. Yeah, and obviously there's a time and place to like get feedback in a public setting but I think you know I think you get the point like yeah yeah. uh I'd say for for me I think the biggest thing is uh having like a very open mind about learning I've I've learned that learning is very important because it's very easy to be pretentious as an artist and be like this is my art nobody can tell me this and nobody can tell me that and this is how it's going to be. And if I just stick to this, like it'll all work out, which in a lot of cases is true. But also I think those, the, the, the people who are successful with that, um, also take, uh, feedback and advice and are very hungry to learn. Yeah. Don't isolate themselves because they think that their vision is, is, is everything. And that's it, you know, like not being precious about things, I think is, very very important in, in taking feedback separating emotions from feedback mm-hmm. I think is really important because then you can logistically work through it and uh, just constantly be working on yourself as an artist as a person as a creator in general so yeah just being open to learning 
think is the most important thing. Yeah, you're so right, right out of my mouth. I was literally <laughs> going to say, like, not to be yeah. precious about uh, everything. I mean, that's the thing that I've learned the most, I, I feel like, um, in, in all aspects, you know, like how we release, um, the, you know, in the songwriting process, um, in, in, in every aspect. So I feel like just not holding on to everything too too tightly. And, um, so it's just exhausting. Yeah, it is so exhausting, yeah. yeah, yeah no, like just keeping a, a very open mind because you're working with so many different people. It's not just for you, it's bigger than you. So, yeah, for sure. Um, again, guys, uh, reconnecting has been an absolute pleasure. Um, one of my favorite things in the world is um, re-interviewing fans or artists and, you know, reconnecting to seeing the growth and, you know, knowing way back in 2018, you know, to see the growth that you guys have done has been amazing. Congrats on all of it. Um, Thank you. Thanks for taking the time out for this interview. Um, you know, enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, can't wait to see what you guys continue to do. I was going to say, we'll see you at a show in 2025. Yeah, <laughs> right? Uh, um, but I know for sure. Hopefully things will go back to normal soon. You know, we could all just hope. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.